Hello, this is Michael Williams. I'm here today with Arnab Bhattacharya, right? Yep. Okay, okay, <laughs> good. I have, I have so many wonderful clients from around the world, and sometimes I have to really work on the names. <laughs> so I think I got yours just about right. You did. <laughs> and Arnab, thank you so much for being willing to do this. This is going to be one of many, like little mini interviews. Uh, because you have such a sharp mind and you're able to observe things very well, I've asked you to do a few things. One is you've done some, you've jotted down some lessons that you learned from uh, presentations and conversations, and so I'm sharing those with people. So hopefully if you're watching this video, you've seen at least one of those lessons. I've got about four more that I'm gonna share. Today, uh, we're gonna be talking specifically about modeling, but first, I wanted to let let the audience know that you are a PhD student. Uh, you're about to graduate in October. Mm -hmm. What is your PhD in? Yeah, so my PhD is in industrial engineering with an emphasis on applied math. And most of my work is in a lot of energy problems. So that's what my area of interest is. And yeah, it has been around four or five years now. And I'm doing my PhD at the University of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Very good. Very good. So uh, again, as I said, we're going to be having many of these conversations about different topics, but the one I wanted to focus on today, because we were having such a great conversation about this is modeling. Yeah. And so if you're watching this video, hopefully you've heard me talk about modeling. Maybe you have, and maybe you haven't, but Arnab has really uh, done this very well and he's able to articulate some of the finer points of how and why you model. So we just recently talked about a couple of examples of, of going out and ordering food as well as meetings. Like yeah. I think you talked about a meeting, um, going out, ordering different types of, of beers and so forth. So let's, <laughs> and, and how modeling actually helps with that. Right. So tell me, how you actually model in real life. Uh, you, you talked about some of the finer points of that. So, Yeah, so the main thing about modeling is that you have to practice, of course. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to listen to the way you speak. But the main challenge is how you implement your modeling out, out there in the public when you're talking to people. So for me, the way I do it is a lot of part of modeling is not only about the speech, but about the other final points. So Michael is my model. So the first thing I do in modeling is I try to use my hands like Michael. I try to see my eyes or move my eyes like Michael. I try to have a posture like Michael. And what that does is, is that it triggers the way Michael speaks into me that I also start speaking the way Michael might have spoken in a, in a similar situation. So the very important part of modeling, which I felt was, is that initial trigger of saying things like Michael or, or like your model and saying the things you want to say in a smooth and relaxed way. And that has helped me so much because maybe over the entire, entire conversation, you might not speak like Michael and that's fine. But you, don't, but you don't have to think about it because your rhythm is like your model. And now you're speaking in the same rhythm as your model. 
So even if you're not imitating each and every word in the next part of your conversation, you are in a good flow and that's all that matters. So for me, that's the way I do it. I'm doing it every single time, like anywhere. Things with my families, absolutely. If I'm, if I'm talking to my mom, which I do a lot, I always try to model like you. Now, I may not do it for the entire conversation, but definitely at the start, it helps me to be in, in control. Meetings, I do a lot of meetings. Each week, I have, I have two meetings with my advisor or with other people. And I have to always struggle in all these meetings. But now, I start those meetings trying to be Michael and trying to say the things the way Michael says. It triggers me to say the way that Michael says, and it puts me in a good flow. Extend, breathe, you are uh, emphasizing on words, you're slowing yourself down, you might even take pauses, but doing the things, all these all this techniques, you, you don't have to individually think about them if you know the modeling, because modeling encapsulates everything that, right. that we speak. So that's the way I implement it. Now, you also, you also talked about beers and bars. I used to go in beers and bars. Beers used to have some very, very weird names. Uh, and, I, and I wanted to experience them. They're great. But I just can't go and say those words because I can't say it. So now I try to be Michael Williams trying to buy a beer from a bar, at least at the start. And that helps me a lot because now I can say the things, say it the way that Michael might have spoken. And that helps me. So, yeah. Yeah. Now you had, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to go back and dig into just a couple of things quickly. You gave an example when we were talking earlier about, let's say you were speaking for 10 minutes, you had a 10 minute meeting right. and you mentioned that maybe that first minute you would think about your model right. and then the nine minutes you would automatically speak the way your model would without having to think about your model for the whole nine minutes. You said that was one of the mistakes you made in the very beginning. It really wasn't a mistake. It was just the phase that you were going through. But when we first started for the first, whatever, week, two weeks, three weeks, you were, you were trying to model throughout the whole conversation. You find you couldn't do it. Say just a little bit about that example of how you, and you mentioned this over how you, for you, you only need to do it in the beginning and it triggers the style throughout your conversation. Absolutely. So I had like a meeting, which was, uh, which was two weeks back. It was a 10 minute meeting and it was a high, high pressure meeting because I had to meet with a lot of other people apart from my advisor. So my idea was this, I would go there and start speaking like Michael Williams and start to have the entire posture like Michael Williams and do that. What I, I did was this. In the first minute, I spoke exactly the way that I practiced when I was modeling. I practiced it slowly, started slowly, extended my words, took deep breaths. But that sort of brought or made the entire speech for the rest of the talk automatic without me being thinking about it. Now, I still spoke in the same rhythm. I was still ebbing and flowing. It was going the same way. But I was not thinking about Michael Williamson because I had to think about what I had to say. I had to think about the important things I had to uh, show people or, or you know, uh, sort of discuss with people. But I was in the flow. 
I was in the Michael Williams flow. And because I started it for the first minute, the rest of the nine minutes, I never thought about it. It just happened. And so the thing I did earlier was the way when I started to model, the, the thing I felt I had to do was I have to be like Michael every single moment that I'm speaking. And what that did was that put me a lot of, a lot of pressure in a sense that I'm trying to be someone else in every situation and in every single time. Now that might not help or it might, but to me, the thing that helped me was I try to buy, be my model, try to have the modeling triggers that allows me to speak like the model. And once that becomes automatic, that allows me to sort of carry on the entire conversation like my model. So yeah. that helps me. Excellent. So another thing that you said that's very important, and I don't know if, if everyone caught this, but you try to model in every conversation. So what some people do, I find, is they only try to model in high-pressure situations, in meetings or in certain kinds of phone calls or presentations. They, that's when they try to model. But when they're talking with their friends or their family or they're going to the store, they don't necessarily try to model because maybe they think they don't struggle as much with their speech. Maybe they don't struggle as much. Maybe they don't think. So they don't necessarily try to model. And that's when this whole process begins to break down, when you don't try to do it all the time. Again, you mentioned this already, but could you just repeat it that you try to model all the time with everyone? And yes, you have to model all the time. In fact, I, f I feel that the entire strategy of modeling only in high pressure sort of situations it's, it kind of backfires because you're not really, so you're putting yourself in a lot of pressure to be someone else in a high stakes kind of a situation. It just brings back, not the Michael Williams in you, but the real you because you're still feeling under pressure. The whole thing, thing about modeling is, is, to be, is to be different and is to be not under pressure and be completely relaxed. And the best way to start doing that, I feel, is to do it in the lowest possible sort of situations when you have no pressure, sort of like talking to your mom or you talk to your family members or you talk to uh, a person you meet in a food restaurant and things like that. And what that does is it sort of reinforces you to say that way. It, it makes you learn the things. It also automates the things that you have learned while you were sort of practicing alone. And that helps you in the actual high pressure sort of situations because now you're much more confident, you're much more experienced to, to fall back upon that, hey, I have modeled in a lot of other sort of situations. Now I can use that in this high stakes one. It, it may not turn out to be right. In fact, it happened with me in the first few weeks. I tried in high, in high pressure things. It did, not, it did not come out right. But now I'm trying it all the time. And... For the majority of all these experiences, I have been able to invoke my model in me in saying the things I want to say. And that has helped me so much because as we, as we talked about, modeling encompasses everything. So if you're doing the modeling well, mm -hmm. all the time, you're applying all the skills together in a mini package and applying it 
while you're speaking. So that helps me a lot. So, and you said that you, that you now purposely go out and interact with people. And, and you said that one of the places where you used to struggle a lot was in ordering food and restaurants and things like that. And now you said that you love it. You feel totally confident when you go out and you order food and coffee and things like that, right? Yes, buying coffee. Oh man, uh, I wanted to drink coffee, but I could not drink coffee because I had to go and say to a Starbucks guy that I need a hot coffee. That words never used to come out. Now I go into a coffee shop thinking I'm like Michael Williams. So let's order like Michael Williams. Let's have, hello, I want a hot coffee. Can I have that? Sure, you can have it every freaking time. And now I have my coffee. And I'm happy about it and I'm doing it. <laughs> food. Uh, I love like Thai food and I, I could not say out the word C for curry because it, it never has to come out. Now I talk like Michael Williams. I can have all the food I have. <laughs> all the curry so, you want. Yeah, all, all the curries that I <laughs> may not have tried it for a few times, but now I can. So it absolutely helps like in a lot of like social uh, sort of situations. Yeah definitely helps to model all the time. And now yeah. it's, it's not yet perfect, but I can feel that it's starting to become automatic a few times that now I, I don't have to say to my mind to invoke a model, it comes out right away. Right. In a few times it does not, but yes, yeah. that absolutely happens. Now, while we're not gonna do it in this video, we're gonna do another video where we sure. talk about your most recent presentation experience where, where sure. you wrote the lessons down that you learned. Um, we'll do that in another video because that's more about presentations. I know some of you watching this, you're professionals or you're in grad school or whatever, and you have to do presentations. You have to do them now. This was a conference and you'll be graduating soon. You already have your job, a great job, right? And you're going to have to do high-level presentations. Not only that, you're going to have to defend your thesis before you even do that. And so this, these strategies, the techniques, the modeling and everything works at the highest levels. We're not just talking about little meetings or little things. These are high-level presentations that you've done and that you have to do. Right. And it works. And so this, this uh, the ProAndy speech system is, is not – treatment it's enhancement meaning you're going to be able to go in uh, any venue any situation and speak at a very high level as good or better than your colleagues because so it, it doesn't matter if you stuttered or stammered or couldn't get out curry or whatever you're now going to be able and within two or three months if you do the work right you're going to be able to speak at very high levels right so the, the last thing i want to ask you is uh, how did the coaching make a difference? Because you could have learned all this stuff on your own using the self-study. Uh, how did how has the coaching helped you achieve this level? And you're still working on this, but how did it help you get to where you are now anyway? I would say two main things. The first is accountability, that the things you're doing, you're accountable and you can and you can discuss the things with my coach the things that I have to specifically improve upon because I'm not a severe stutterer, but I used to have a really choppy speech. So what are the things that you have to improve and you have to focus on while doing this coaching? So that's one, how this entire, this entire program helped me a lot is that 
it made my mind kind of laser focused on the things I have to do well enough to smoothen out my speech. Mm. Second, and I, and I repeat this is modeling. The entire thing about coaching is that you're trying to implement modeling. Of course you can do all the separate techniques and you can focus on them. And I did try those things before I enrolled in this coaching thing, but I never could implement or, or focus on one particular technique and implement it for the entire week and, you know, improve my speech. I, I always just do relapse into how I was, but when you're modeling and when you're motivated about modeling mm. and when you're doing it while you're speaking with Michael or you're, or you're practicing to speak or talk with Michael, that helps you to model him. And that helps you all the time because now I don't have to focus on individual techniques, but I can use it as an entire package to say the things I want to say as my model. And that's, I think, what really has helped me. And I'm trying to improve it and automate it even further. Wonderful. Wonderful. So we're going to wrap up there, man. Thank you so much. And sure. like I said, you'll, you're going to see Arnab and I again, because we have some other things that we want to talk about, like presentations. We're going to really dig into that lessons that you've learned. I recently did a presentation, a live presentation myself that I've posted on YouTube and you and I are going to kind of analyze that in another video. So Perfect. Uh, thank you so much, man. No problem. Uh, thanks a lot, Michael.